Welcome to the Tools They Use podcast, the ultimate personal productivity podcast covering the apps and tools to help you get things done, exploring the workflows, resources, and automation of successful individuals, and so much more. Now over to your host, Francesco D'Alessio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tools They Use podcast. It is episode three officially with Olivia Hayward. I am super duper excited for this one. Uh, Olivia is an Etsy store creator who really has a very intricate set of products on there. Um, It is uh, accessories for your hair, but she has grown her store to an impressive amount uh, of favorites, of virality on Etsy. Over 10,000 favorite store ratings have been given, and she's got a huge, huge uh, customer base, as well as a growing team and a growing YouTube channel as well, which I think I first discovered Olivia on. Now, we sat down and we went through uh, some of the questions that we ask all of the guests here on Tools They Use. I thoroughly enjoyed her responses as well as her analog process for everything. It was a real pleasure to sort of dive into some of the topics, especially about like morning routines and things like that. I feel like she's got a really good sort of like embrace to life um, in terms of being able to sort of balance work and stress in one. And that's something that is pretty difficult in the 21st century. Anyway, guys, just before we dive into this lovely podcast with Olivia, we will be just sharing a little bit about the sponsor for Series 2, which is Setapp. Now, for those who don't know, Setapp is the first subscription service for Mac apps. Um, Users can get access to a curated selection of more than 100 apps in one suite at a set monthly rate. Now, if you're looking for those advanced to-do list applications or even a gift creator, then Setapp will have it all in the service, as well as dozens more resources that can help provide you things to get things done. And that's for whether you're running your own side project or you're just like starting your own business um, casually, you know. <laughs> but Setapp is is really perfect for those who need access to apps without having to pay that recurring fee for apps or even high costs as you get started. Um, and the flexibility to access to all of these applications allows Mac users are pretty much a haven and a freedom to download and use any of the apps at any given time. So guys, uh, that is Series 2 sponsor, so feel free to check them out. Um, Obviously, everything will be in the show notes, uh, and you can enjoy that. But without further ado, let's dive into our conversation with Olivia, and uh, let's really enjoy that one. Anyway, guys, without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tools They Use podcast. It is Francesco here. Today, we are speaking with Olivia Hayward, who is an Etsy creator. I gave a little bit of an introduction to her. Um, Olivia, you've been doing Etsy and and being a creator yourself for quite a while now. Uh, How long has it been in total? Oh man, it's been almost nine years, which is wild. (laughs) (laughs) And you started right out of college, didn't you? Oh, I was actually still in college. I was in between my junior and senior year and it was, yeah, it just kind of took off from there. Oh, I love it. And and it's something that, I, well, I can see from, uh, Olivia has a YouTube channel. Um, she also has uh, a really strong website as well. Uh, but you, it, it brings you alive, doesn't it? it? It makes you really happy that doing all of this stuff every day. Yes, 100%. And I've I've evolved throughout the years where I was you know, I definitely strayed away from doing stuff that made me happy, even within my own business and brand. And I've definitely like figured out how to 
keep it going in a way that feeds me and feeds my creativity. And I think that's really important as a handmade maker and business owner to keep it with what you're passionate about. Definitely. And it, it's a bit harder, like when you're a creative and a business mind as well, isn't it? Cause you've got to sort of gel between the two. Do you find that is a struggle with what you do? Um, I definitely, it's something I think about all the time and I know a lot of people struggle with it. It's funny cause I, I studied art and stuff in college, but I've never really um, identified as being a true you know, artist. I definitely identify as being a business person. And I think I do make decisions with my creative you know, process based on business and what's going to sell and things of that nature, which I think is kind of different than um, other people on Etsy and handmade business people that I meet along the way. So, Brilliant. So let's uh, dive into some of the questions. Um, if totally. it's quite perfect. Uh, so day-to-day wise, um, what does your day look like? Um, the work, you know, all of the different elements of it. So I kind of balance between doing, you know, just back-end business work, so emails, bookkeeping, ordering supplies, uh, kind of supply chain stuff with making my products, because everything we kind of manufacture in the United States, I have a team of, you know, contract workers who make my products for me. I do all hair accessories, so I have kind of, you know, I have six people right now that do that. But then I also am, you know, developing new things, doing kind of the creative visuals, a lot of photography, um, marketing like on Instagram and other social media platforms. And then I kind of have this other arm of my business, which I've started recently in the last couple years, which is uh, I do a lot of YouTube. Um, I make videos uh, for small business owners, lifestyle videos, and it's just kind of like blending everything together and kind of allocating time it's just kind of a juggle. I always describe like small business is a big, big juggling project. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, yeah, and, and especially with all of the supplies and equipment that you've got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's always, there's a lot of spreadsheets and just kind of craziness that goes into and forgetting things, which is hard <laughs> to give to, up to your mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll be able to cope there. <laughs> if I, no, I just had one of my, uh, I had my seamstress email me this morning and she was asking me if I had the tracking number for this one product that I told her I was going to ship to her a week ago. And I just had to email her back being like, I completely forgot. I'm so sorry. I'm sending it to you now. <laughs> That's just kind of, you have to just be flexible. And yeah. And it's, it's a bit more reactive sometimes and oh, for sure. a bit more communicative, uh, like sort of you can plan as much as you can, but you know, like when an order comes in, it's still reactive, isn't it? Oh, 100%. And I think being flexible and I always make the joke, like it's a make it work moment, like going back to yeah. Project Runway or wherever you want. It's, it's totally true. It's you have to just kind of be constantly creative about how you're getting things done. And it never is a cookie cutter solution, which I think I really like. It kind of keeps you on your toes. Yeah, but, definitely. I really like... Um, just when you mentioned there, the YouTube channel, um, we were speaking yes. just before. I like how, for those who are listening that want to maybe go into this sort of space, maybe creating, um, how Olivia sort of documents uh, her lessons, you know, mistakes, the, the, the good stuff that has worked um, on the YouTube channel. So if you want to check that one out, that will be in the show notes. Um, but it's, it's, it's a really good channel. Uh, you, you should be really proud of that. 
Um, and that sort of leads me on to the next question. Like, yes. how do you manage all the tasks? Because you've got, you know, YouTube, you've got the Etsy <laughs> store, you've got um, all of the other stuff. How do you go about sort of plotting everything in? <laughs> Yeah, no, totally. That's, it's, it's definitely, there's a lot of moving parts with it. And I kind of, I do a balance between using like analog and digital things to kind of keep my calendar um, moving forward. I use just simply iCal, which is kind of, I feel a little old school doing that, but I just... So while we get interrupted slightly by Olivia's dog, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to pause a moment um, and thank you all for stopping by here on the Tools They Use podcast. If you're brand new to the Tools They Use podcast, uh, it is an interview in, interview series with professionals about what apps and tools they use on a regular basis. Um, so it's really great to have you if you're a new listener. If you're a regular listener, thanks for stopping by again. Um, if you get a moment and you've enjoyed some of them, feel free to hit the iTunes review as well. Uh, even if you review it one star or five star, I, I would really appreciate the feedback. Um, and if you haven't checked out our sponsor yet, Set App, then feel free to check them out in the description below. Let's dive back in to the podcast. Just wait till she stops barking. <laughs> Don't worry about uh, it. Honestly, it's fine. Okay, cool. Like all types of dogs. <laughs> I had no idea if you could hear it or not, so I was like, and then did it start distracting me? I was, yeah. Okay. So for scheduling, I use a combination of just kind of old school paper planner. I use an Erin Condren life planner, which is pretty big on the YouTube community. Um, it's just kind of like this super colorful, girly planner. And I love that. It just kind of makes me feel creative. And I do a lot of my project planning in that kind of planner setting. I do um, map out my production schedule for the week, my customer service, my order fulfillment, and then I also have brainstormed video ideas and kind of, you know, put those pieces, kind of map it out. I describe that as kind of like making a map for my week in the planner. And then for the physical tasks I need to get done, I put in my iCal uh, and Google Calendar. I just I invite my different employees to different events and deadlines on that form. And I love that because if things kind of get delayed, I can just drag it to the next day or push it a few hours. Um, it also gives me reminders, which is essential. If I didn't have those um, alerts going off all day long, I would forget a lot more things, which I really love. And I love how it syncs to all of my different Apple devices, which I would be lost without. <laughs> For sure. Seriously, um, yeah. like, lost. <laughs> I, I'd be the same. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, I put, I normally do like 15 minutes before and then an hour before and then a day before I do all three. <laughs> it's <Bloody>. pretty funny. <laughs> and, and you mentioned planner there. Um, yes. Do you take notes like meeting notes or just scribbles down on it um, across your day? Um, so I always have, I have that planner out on my desk most of the time and I will I will write notes in there, but I also will keep just like a sticky notepad or a pad of paper where I keep notes, just like a tally of notes from the entire day. And most of the time it's nothing really, uh, it just can be a word or a phrase. It just kind of keeps things present in my mind throughout the day. And then I'll use Evernote if I want to keep something long-term, like if I have, you know, an idea for something or a ongoing project or even like if I wanted to you know 
write something that I wanted to keep in mind for a YouTube video or a potential blog post or something like that. So Fantastic. I like Evernote for like archival purposes because I can search within there and it, I'll use that for kind of things I really want to keep long-term, which is nice. It's efficient, definitely. <laughs> and and it's, it, I've been using it forever since like early college. So I have a lot of years of notes in Evernote. So. You've got like the life story <laughs> inside right. of Evernote right, right there. Yeah, yeah totally. And, and with that sort of process, um, yes. obviously you do a lot of like um, drawings, don't you? And things yes. like that. Like, I'm not the creative here, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> uh, but you obviously have to draw stuff out to sort of demonstrate stuff. Um, yes. Is that in like a specific notebook or is it within that same planner? Um, I normally will have, I do most of that uh, just, yeah, like I have a, I normally just have like a classic black, like moleskin notebook that. I always have going when I'm full with one, I replace it with the same exact one. It's just unlined. And I, I use that to do kind of sketches and again, like product design and things like that. I just like that method. I've never really gotten, I, I bought the stylus for my iPad thinking I would have this kind of romantic idea of drawing things, you know, digitally, but it never really panned out. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know what you I mean, mean like <laughs> the sketches aren't quite accurate, are they sometimes? <laughs> you know, I think if you're doing it, my stuff is a lot more, I, I'm a big believer in, uh, I hire people who, I love hiring professionals who are professionals at their, you know, their jobs. So I, I'll do rough sketches, but then I have my metalsmiths and my seamstresses make patterns and do all the technical dimensions and, you know, all of that stuff. It's, I'm not the one who's doing the hardcore you know, mm. uh, measurements and I'm not like that kind of technical person. So rough sketches are all I really need. So fantastic. And, um, talking about sort of, uh, tools, there, what sort of hardware do you use as, as you go about your day? Maybe that's your phone, your laptop, yes. uh, your desktop. Yes. So I'm kind of a weird person where I have, I mean, my iPhone I use for everything. I'm, I probably, I, I joke, but it's true. I do, 30 to 40% of my business just on my iPhone, uh, with, you know, social media, replying to comments on YouTube, emails. I'm always on my phone, which I think is a classic problem. A lot of us have, but it's kind of, it's amazing how much work I can get done just on my phone. But I, I love having both a desktop computer and a, a laptop. I think that for me, I like having separate, I work from home. So I like having separation of space. My desktop is in my workroom. It is very much, you know, my, I sit down and do a good chunk of work on it. But I use my laptop to do more creative things like, um, you know, edit YouTube videos, edit photos, and things of that nature. So I can use it at a coffee shop in a different room in my house. And I kind of have a different energy when I'm using my laptop versus my desktop computer, which I think is kind of different oh, than people's workflow. Yeah. Yeah, you, you sort of have to separate it a little. It's a bit of different type of work, isn't it? Um, yeah, and I think that I think about that with my computer that I'm using. It's kind of a weird. It definitely is a brain space shift, which is nice. Definitely. And yeah. do you, you mentioned going to coffee shops there? Do you like yeah. to visit coffee shops with your laptop? Do you do you find that's like a nice sort of breakaway? Um, I 
have at different points of my business life. I live in a city where a lot of laptop theft happens. Oh, so I'm a little paranoid. I know it's it's crazy. It's a big problem here in the Bay Area, but uh, okay. I definitely it is a nice to get out of my house sometimes and do things at a coffee shop, but it, I don't do it as much as I used to, which is a shame. I yeah, I'll know that would terrify me. <laughs> I know. It just, it's kind of a buzzkill. It's just you hear about, you know, even I live kind of more out in the suburbs now and people still get on a weekly basis their laptops snatched. Anyways, that's not. That's yeah, kind of, no, no, no. It's that's, interesting. It's kind it's of still scary weird. though. <laughs> I know, right? It's weird. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, maybe moving away from laptop theft. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Uh, three of the apps that you sort of yes. use for work, what would they yeah. be? Um, okay. So I, I kind of tried to pick, I was just make, thinking about this and I was trying to do things that are a little bit off the beaten path. And I use something called ShipStation, which is basically, it takes all of your orders. I use both Etsy and Shopify to sell my products online. And it takes all of my orders from all of my marketplaces and organizes them, has all of my customer data, my sales data, analytics. It gives me um, the tools to kind of process orders and make shipping labels, packing slips. It's essential. And I cannot speak highly enough of that. And I use that app on my iPhone and on my computer constantly. Uh, I also use uh, Grammarly, which I know they've done a lot of YouTube ad, ads recently, but I'm super dyslexic and it is kind of this amazing spell check software that you can plug into, you know, on your iPhone, on your desktop computer. And it's, it's amazing. It saves my life <laughs> with spelling and grammar issues. I can't, like, I can't imagine life without it anymore oh, yeah. uh, it's definitely a game changer i recommend it to anyone who has who's spelling self-conscious <laughs> and then um just kind of i think i was i i use photoshop all day long for everything and i just can't i can't imagine life without it for a multitude of reasons sorry for oh, that sure brilliant and um i i definitely agree with you on the grammarly side of stuff um yes. it, you just sound so much better don't you when you write and you just sound so much smarter <laughs> everything right. just you, you just just very much you, like i struggle with words sometimes and i've got the premium and actually it flags up all the vocabulary enhancements it's it's brilliant that's awesome. Do you, I don't pay for the, I should probably do that. I, I just use the default one and I think it, it even that is a huge, yeah, a huge game changer. I should look into the, I th but I think I got it free. So that's probably the only oh, reason I use it. <laughs> no, no, but it's, I think it's worth, it's, it's just amazing. I don't, oh, yeah. it, I just love how it goes on every app and it just, it's the drop down. I don't, I can't, I can nerd out about that forever. So. Yeah, definitely. And you must use the uh, Etsy marketplace quite a lot. There's there's an app oh, yeah. for that, isn't there, right? Oh, yeah. I had that written down and I erased it because I <laughs> I just didn't. But the Etsy marketplace, it's, it's a beautiful app too. And I, I've been with Etsy since 2009. And just seeing how Etsy has evolved as a company and their different support tools, I think they've really done a fabulous job of kind of evolving with hmm. us and watching them grow has been really great. And their back-end tools, I think, are really, really strong. I use yeah. the Shopify customer support app, too. And then the, the YouTube, the dashboard, 
for YouTube is wonderful. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 sort of Etsy evolution has been. It, they they have just such good branding. It's amazing, isn't it? Right. But they do such a good job. And that's why when I talk to other makers who are you know thinking about what platform they should put their you know products on. I'm always a huge proponent of if you're making a handmade good, put it up on Etsy because mm. you're just going to get, it's like a search engine too. You're going to get more eyeballs on your product. Etsy does a great job of search engine optimization. They, I think they are really strong in that marketplace. I mean, having a third party website that you have control over, whether you're hosting it on Shopify or big commerce or anything like that. It's, I think it's really nice to have two kind of, places where your goods are being sold that's what i always tell people definitely definitely and um sort of in this manic day that you have with <laughs> managing lots of orders <laughs> no it, 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 multiple it's, personalities <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's it's good because it, it, it sounds like you're you've got a really good base there and, and from watching sort of Etsy store and for, yeah. for example you've got like ten thousand favorites on your Etsy store which makes it Yes. It must be incredibly uh, you're popular with people and you yes. must get some, I, I've seen some of the ratings there and they're, they're really, yes. really strong. So yes. um, it must be manic, <laughs> but in yeah. a good way. <laughs> no, in a good way. It, it keeps, every day is different, which I love. It's, it's fun. That's it. And, and how on that sort of topic do you get, how, how do you go about getting moments to pause or, or like just relax to some extent? Um, so I, since I think all of us who work at desk jobs, we're so stationary and sitting on our butts all day, basically, I really try to use my moments of pause for something physical, either walking the dog around the block, going to a yoga class, going on a run. I try to kind of balance the extreme amount of sitting with something active. I really make that a priority. Definitely. And how, how often do you do that during the day? Do you try like set a rule like every three hours or something like that? Um, I, I have in the past. I'm not as good at that anymore. I normally will try to go um, on a run or go to yoga within the first half of my day. I'll do a lot of like lunch break yoga classes, which is actually, it's, it's great for stress management and for just stretching like my body, which is wonderful. And it tends to calm me down, especially during a stressful day. Oh, yeah. And then, so that's kind of like the first half and then I'll walk my dog as like a way to decompress at the end of the day. But I'm the way that my kind of workflow works is that I'm kind of up and down and moving around for the most part, but I do wear an Apple watch and I get the alerts if it's time to stand or, you know, yeah. it's helpful, which I think is really helpful for that. And I have a standing desk, so I'll go up and down based on that too. Yeah, how, how your back feels and things like exactly. that. Yeah, <laughs> Fantastic. Um, you mentioned there sort of the, the, the first half an hour. Um, what does this sort of morning routine look like? Um, I, I really try to sorry, my morning routine. I, I definitely, I try to have breakfast with my fiance every morning. I know that sounds kind of corny, but I think having that like personal time first thing without checking my phone is really vital. But then I kind of jump into work on my iPhone, which is what I talked about earlier is a lot of my day is checking mm. my phone and doing a lot of work on my phone, but I'll reply to some emails. I'll check my YouTube comments, Instagram, post some social media, 
and then I'll kind of transition around nine o'clock. I kind of try to keep a nine to five schedule, mm. traditional work schedule, and I'll kind of ease my way into the day on the couch and then make my way yeah. to my desk, which is, I think, kind of a peaceful way to jump into. Yeah, it's, it's like slow and steady, isn't it? And you don't have to yeah. do the long commute either, right? Oh, I know. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, fantastic. Uh, and just one final question for you, Olivia. Yes. Um, what's the one book you're reading right now? Uh, if, if you are reading one, of course. Oh, I'm reading, uh, what is it? Sorry, I, I checked books out from the library. It's A Little Fires Everywhere, I think. Let me check the title name. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what am I reading? Yeah, Little Fires Everywhere. It's really good. I, oh. I read a lot of fiction. I'm, is it a fiction book yeah. then? Yes. It does yeah. sound like the, a title for a business book though, for some reason. I know, right? I, know. <laughs> I tend to, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and watch a lot of YouTube videos for business uh, kind of inspiration. But for the most part, I free time is fiction, which I like. Yeah. Do you find it like helps you break away from the day and, you know, Totally, a hundred percent. And I think that I, I think when you're a small business owner, so much of your mental space is business related. That carving out time for kind of mm, things that escapism are, almost, you know, things are ex- yeah, exactly. I think that's important. It allows your brain to go to you know. I think fiction too. You can go into a creative kind of place when you're transported to a different world. As cheesy as that sounds, but it really yeah, no, no, I find it is important. Yeah, it's something that I definitely need to check back in because I, I used to read a lot yeah. of like fiction and then I just went off after, actually yeah. after a couple of years. And I it, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check back in on it based on your recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's easy. I think having a hobby, when, you're, when you love your business and love what you do, you don't, I don't think you, I, at least for a long time, I didn't feel like I needed to actively pursue like hobbies, hmm. but definitely... I've been trying to rekindle that kind of love for that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Brilliant. Uh, Olivia, where can everyone find you and, uh, and and find all of your wonderful things? Yeah. um, I am at me message, M A N E message on Instagram, Twitter, all of the social media platforms. And then on YouTube, I'm Olivia Hayward. You can just search it and search bar. But main message is my brand lovely jubbly um i'll make sure to include for everyone who's listening along well alice who is the um transcriber or i think that's what they're called uh we'll put it all together (laughs) (laughs) so don't worry she's on it (laughs) yeah yeah, she'll she'll put together all the lovely stuff so uh, if anybody's listening and they're like uh, you know i'm forgetting all of these apps or or root processes that olivia goes through then they're all going to be there so do not worry <laughs> in case anybody's like cycling or something, I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> when they'll be listening, right? <laughs> Thank you, Olivia, for coming. Thank you so much. I really appreciate um, it. Do you have fun. anything else to plug? No, I think that's good. I really, yeah, so it was awesome. Yeah, it was really good fun. Thanks for coming on, and uh, thank you. I'll see you. I'll catch you very soon. Cheers. Yes, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Bye. So guys, hopefully you enjoyed all of Olivia's lovely recommendations and uh, sort of dives into the different aspects of her life, especially the routines and habits that she implements uh, best she can uh, whilst being this manic, well not manic, but you know what I mean, like really, really busy Etsy still creator where in a space that's pretty reactive every single day. 
So guys, uh, I just want to part with a few words about Setup. Um, if you guys haven't checked it out, they're our official sponsor for Series 2. I really appreciate them sponsoring it, but uh, they are uh, a subscription service for Mac applications. Uh, they have a suite of over 100 apps at a set monthly rate, which is pretty impressive. Um, so if you're starting a new business or anything in between, then this is going to be really great for you there. Anyway, guys, hopefully you enjoyed that one. Let me know in the comments or on Twitter at Francesco D underscore A-L-E-S what you thought of today's episode. Feel free to share it with friends and all of that good stuff. Anyway, guys, thanks for stopping by. Make sure to have a great week. Keep productive. And I'll see you guys very, very soon. Cheers.